Up next, Christmas lights on the Handy Guys podcast. Welcome to the Handy Guys podcast, a podcast for handy guys from handy guys. Here are the handy guys themselves, Brian and Paul. So, Brian, you wanted to talk about Christmas lights, and I think, what, LED lights? Yes, LED lights in particular. And what's so great about LED lights versus the the $2 a string incandescent lights that we've all had uh, in recent years? Two to $6 or two to 10 depending on where you buy them and right, when, when but, they're on sale. But, but yeah, they're cheap. The cheapy ones, the ones that only last a season or two if you're lucky. Right. Okay, so we're going to talk. I see more and more LEDs. They're more expensive. But we're going to hash this all out, what you should do for your Christmas and how you can save money. That's right. All right. Before we do that, our contact information is the same as usual. You can go to our website, click on our contact form, ask a question. You can email us at us at handyguyspodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter. We are handyguys or at handyguys on Twitter or on Facebook. Follow us there, the handyguys, facebook.com slash the handyguys. Do we still tweet? <laughs> yeah, I tweet sometimes. Have you been tweeting for us? All right, good. I tweet here and there occasionally. All right, and usually we try to, you know, have something interesting when we tweet. We don't just yeah. tweet about, you know, what we had for lunch or anything like no, that. No, 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 nothing like that. All maybe, right. Maybe what I had for breakfast, but not, not, <laughs> not what I had for lunch. All right, up next, we have Christmas lights to talk about. Got a project on your honeydew list? Let the handy guys know about it, and they may talk about it on their next podcast. All right, Brian. So I've been seeing more and more articles, but before we talk about LED and saving money, Uh did you read that article a few years back by, he was actually a local journalist, but it got picked up by Huffington Post and others about, you know, he was real big into, he he was tired of all the little white lights that everyone's using. (laughs) That's right. I remember that guy. It's just too boring. Michael Sprinkonish, he had an article called- Yeah, he's got a radio show too. Yeah, exactly. He has an article called The Coloreds and the Whites. And he wants to bring back... The Coloreds and the Whites is the name of the article? Yeah, yeah, and he's talking about bulbs here. That's right. And And he was was a big proponent, if I recall, and you have the article in front of you, so correct me if I'm wrong, but a big proponent of the big C9 bulbs, they're called. The big, fat, colored bulbs for your lights. Primarily, he's he's a proponent of colored lights because he says it was good enough for our parents. It was good enough. All the other generations used colored lights. Now we use boring white lights. Everyone, he has a little thing. He says at the end, white lights are boring. White lights are sedate. White lights are pretentious. White lights are for fakers. White lights are un-Christmas. There, I said it. And uh, so he wants to go back to the good old days when our parents, they had no inclination to, and any problem to put out colored bulbs all over the place. They didn't have to have everything white white and dainty little bulbs. And uh, so, yeah, uh, he wants the color bulbs, and we're not going to really get into that topic, because what we're going to talk about, you can use your whites or your coloreds, (laughs) (laughs) whatever you want. Is it politically correct to say colored? Bulbs, yeah. So... (laughs) Anyway, it's still proper to call them colored. And he was actually referring to the big fat C11s, like you said. C9s. C9s and the C7s, which you would use for indoors a lot of times. That's right. And that's what we had growing up. And I'm sure you did too. And they were great in some ways because if a ball burned out, a lot of times the string continued to work. 
and you could replace it and you didn't have to worry about, re, you know, you had the bulbs that last for years. That's hopefully. right. Well, let me tell you about that. A couple of years ago, I got so, this was before LED lights came out. I got so fed up with the little white lights where one would get messed up oh, and yeah. then you'd be like 10 bulbs wouldn't work in a row. and Or half the strand usually. They have two right. little fuses. Yeah, <laughs> right. I could, I've tried for, to sit down a lot of times to fix that. I'm so determined I will not yeah. lose the whole strand and I can't. It's like, forget it. You can fix it. Sometimes, but a lot of times I can't. Oh. And, and I realize, was it worth my time for a $2? Right. So I went out and bought strings of C9, the big fat yeah. bulbs, <laughs> right? Right. And... Now, I did do them in white. Sorry, Michael Smirconish, but <laughs> I did them in white for the for the front bushes. They look really nice. They look a little different than everyone else has because they're the right. big bulbs. Mm-hmm. And it's great. This year when I put them out, I had uh, one bulb that was broken, you know, over the, over the summer in mm-hmm. storage and another bulb was burnt out. Just went to the hardware store, my local True Value, thank you very much, has the C9 bulbs oh, in stock. You can still get them. Good. Yeah. And I just... I bought two packages of them and I replaced them as necessary. They don't tangle up as easily. Right. And uh, put them out in the bush- bushes and they look great. Now, let's talk about, though, the incandescent use a lot more power than the LEDs. And the, obviously, those C9s are going to use a lot more than the little strands of incandescents and they're going to use more than the LEDs. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> sure. So, um, but the LEDs are, are coming on strong. I'm starting to see more and more of them, but they're still quite a bit more expensive than the little strands of white lights or colored lights, depending well, on that's what that's right. Get. What, what kind of prompted this conversation, Paul, was a, an article on the Fox News website, uh-huh. their home and garden leisure section, entitled Good Return on Investment, uh-huh. LED Holiday Lights. And they have a little calculator, and they talk about what would it cost to run the regular incandescent mini lights mm-hmm. versus running LEDs, and what it costs, and the cost differences in purchasing them, and things like that, and calculating your return on investment. Well, let's talk about longevity. Sure. The little incandescent strands, we've already mentioned, they only seem to last, what, one or two seasons? One seems. or two seasons. They're, they're disposable lights, essentially. That's right. The bulbs themselves will typically last 2,000 hours. And according to this article, you're going to run uh, a typical, you know, person who puts out Christmas lights is going to run uh, 155 hours in a season. Okay, so they just kind of made us some calculation. You start right. running them around Thanksgiving or thereafter, run them to the Christmas or thereafter. They figured four hours a day or something like that. Right, and they came up with 155 yeah. hours okay. per year. All right. So theoretically, your incandescence should last years and years and years as far as the bulbs not burning out. But they don't. Right. What happens more often than not is the bulb comes loose, mm-hmm. doesn't make contact. The contact inside the little socket corrodes from moisture. Something happens. As soon as it loses that contact, you lose, like you said, half the string sometimes. And they didn't get any better when they started making them to higher standards. They changed the standards a number of years ago. I think it was about maybe eight, five to eight years ago where they used to be, it was the wire on them was a smaller gauge. Right. And they came out with new standards and they're, oh, they're going to be more expensive next year and all this. And they're, right. you know, and, and they were maybe the first year a little a bit little more. A little heavier but, duty. But, but it is a heavier duty cabling on them. But it, and, and the prices are, are still went back down to pretty low. They used to be, you can get them for nine. 
99 cents a strand. Right, right. They're still a little more expensive, but they don't last any longer because the bulbs are still the same and the sockets are the same and the fuses are the same. Right. So in preparation for this show, I thought, all right, I'm going to put up a strand of LED lights. And so to pay homage to Michael Smirkanish and his uh, Go Colored campaign, I put a strand of colored LEDs on the dogwood tree out front of the house. Okay. 300 lights in one came in a spool. So it was like a big, oh, cool. long thing. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, and it, they, you got it at the true value? I got it over okay. at true value. And they were on sale and it was great. And and I so I rolled that out and, uh, and wrapped up around the dogwood tree. They look really nice. It costs 39 bucks for okay. this spool. So you're talking about you know, over $10 per hundred of right. lights. And I think that's probably pretty typical. Mm-hmm. This article talks about getting the better brand. These look to be uh, a better brand. They were a name brand and, okay. and so forth. So, Is there any kind of guarantee with these LEDs? Do they have anything like uh, so many years that oh, they keep? Gosh, you know, I mean, it's rated for 20,000 hours on these okay. bulbs. Wow. And they're, they're molded, so you can't pull a bulb out or, or anything like that. But I didn't see if there was a guarantee okay. on the string or on the lights themselves. I should have brought the packaging with me and we checked. But even if they do, you never know how you're going to cash in on that guarantee because right. if you throw away the, you know, unless you save everything, well, that's for 10 a whole other topic of discussion. Yeah, I, know I know someone who does that. Uh, so, I do too. But <laughs> um, so I put it out. They look nice, but using the formulas and the assumptions in this Fox News article about return on investment for mm-hmm. LEDs. Your, your savings of LEDs over the little mini uh, incandescents mm-hmm. is about uh, 71.4 cents per season per 100 lights. Okay. Per season per 100 lights. Right. So 100 light string. Okay. Mine is a 200 light string. Did I say a 300 light string? I don't remember. Mine's a 200 light string. It came on that okay. spool. So a dollar forty three savings over the incandescence mm-hmm. for that privilege of saving a dollar forty three. I spent thirty nine dollars, right? Which is a return on investment in twenty seven years, <laughs> right? Now, you might need to add in, uh, even if we. Well, add, you know, add in replacement costs every two years of a $2 set or a $3 right. set, it's still going to be a long return on investment. But the based on the energy, the one savings. thing to keep in mind though are those LEDs any brighter? About the same? They're about or, the same. Okay, and but they come with the little globes on them. So do they seem to be? I mean, do you still use the same density of bulbs as you do? As you would have if you had used the little incandescents, or you no, know, I don't, I don't know. I, okay. I, I kind of put them on in the same way that I I've just always know done. We put out the cheapy ones on our bushes, and it seems like we go through strands, uh, amazing amount of strands. We use like 20, 30 of those 100, you know, bulb strands of the our, LEDs, on a few, but on more than a few. There's on our shrubbery and bushes, and right? Stuff. Right, yeah. I, you know, I noticed dry, you know driving up and down different streets past different houses that some of these new LEDs, the colors are not quite what you would expect. So different brands of uh, LEDs yeah. look differently. Sometimes they have a bluish tint. Right. Like I saw some white LEDs on a neighbor's house, but they definitely did look bluish or silvery. Oh, interesting. Uh, they didn't quite have that 
traditional white look that you'd expect. Okay. Well, that's all harsh. the more reason to get the colored version. Right. Well, know. in the colored ones, <laughs> I noticed some are real neon looking and hmm. some are more subdued. Okay. And I was a little concerned because I didn't try them in the store. Um, if I would have the real bright sort of harsh, what I, what I think are harsh looking colors, yeah. but mine are a little more subdued. And I was glad about that. Well, one, one of my concerns about making any of these kind of comparisons is that, you know, you can say these, these uh, LEDs will last so many years or fluorescent bulbs. When we talk about household bulbs, Let's will last not go there, so many I'm years. I'm going to get cranky. That you, you know, and that might be in a con- controlled environment, but you know, the do they take into account vibration from being on the first floor, you know, and having people jumping around upstairs? Do they take into account well, your LED, dog running LEDs. through your Christmas tree or in your bushes outside or wear and tear from the weather? How about the um, snowblower running over the court? <laughs> exactly. Been there, done that, all right? <laughs> That's the only downside about these things that are supposed to last a long time is that that just means it's harder to keep care, you know, take care of them for that long. If you run over a strand of $2 cable or whatever, oh, well, right. you, you don't have to worry about it. So. Don't get me wrong. I'm all for having something that lasts longer and not having to go out and buy more every year. But you know, it's, it doesn't always mean you're on a, you're definitely going to see that savings or or make up the difference in the cost. That's right. Here's why I invested the thirty nine dollars versus the the you know five dollars okay. for these lights, and that was the frustrate. Same reason I did the C nine yeah. bulbs for the front bushes. The frustration factor. Yeah, I hear you there. Right. You don't want to have to. It came on a nice spool. I can yeah. wrap them back on that spool That's when nice. I'm done. That is really cool. I and, like the spool because I always yeah. am looking for spools to put right, them on. Right, right. I used to just wrap them around pieces of cardboard or yeah. something like that. And so it's got the spool. I figure I'm not going to be pulling my hair out. I can deploy them quickly, spend more time with the family or whatever I got going on, recording a podcast, whatever it might be. So just the frustration and time savings alone I think the LEDs, I'm hoping that the LEDs will be well worth it. Okay. Well, I also splurged and got the LEDs last year for our interior Christmas tree, and I got the colored bulbs. I went old mm-hmm, school. Mm-hmm. That's what I grew up with. Not everyone in the household was enamored with it, <laughs> but we're gonna. that's the way it's going from here on, and I'm tired of – I'm going with Smirconish. I'm tired of being bored. All right. We're going yeah. colored. So. Now, did you do um, – Two Christmas trees this year? No, we're only doing one this year. All right, we're, you did two last yes, year. Yes, we have you? done two, and actually, right. the one of them, yeah, the front window one got the white, <laughs> <laughs> so to match the outdoor whites. But up next, I want to talk about a troubleshooting issue I had with my exterior bulbs. Uh oh. Okay. All right, we'll talk about that in a moment. are listening to the Handy Guys Podcast. So, the first night, Brian, we set up our, uh, we do a whole bunch of the whites, the small whites mm-hmm. on shrubbery and bushes out front. We set it all up, got it on a timer, got it running, great. Go to bed, get up the next day, or, or the next evening I come home from work and I don't see any lights on. I come inside and I'm told the lights don't work. So I'm saying, all right, well, I don't think- None I, of them work. None of them. They're, they're <laughs> done. So I go outside uh, to quickly look over it, and first I just figured the timer was never set because I'm not sure right. I did, and it was messed with and everything. So I do, you know, traditional uh, troubleshooting. I I remove the timer, you know, plug mm-hmm. plug things to bypass it. Nothing, no no lights. Trip to GFCI. Uh, so tripped breaker. Well, 
that I didn't give you all the details of the story. Okay. It, this is, I think, a week and a half ago or so, or a week ago. It's pouring outside. Yeah. So you're already on the right track. Um, so you're thinking what? What when it's wet? Um, you... You're in a newer house, so I would yeah. think a G- ground fault circuit interrupter. Okay. Good. So I have an outdoor outlet right on the yeah. front porch where mm-hmm. everything is plugged into. So I go and look at it. And there's no button in it. Right. It's not a GFI. Right. But it's protected by a GFI. And you've got to do some investigation to understand where in your house that GFCI is that's protecting that outlet. Bingo. And it's in your, um, I'm going to guess, it's either in your powder room, in your garage, or in your master bath. So um, where was it? These are all good guesses. (laughs) And uh, what's interesting is it is on the front wall on the porch and directly opposing it in the inside is another mm-hmm. outlet in the mm-hmm. dining room, which I glanced at and saw it's not a GFI. I figured that had nothing to do with it, but it was just an interesting little thing. Let's just put it this way. I guessed uh, like you did. I thought exactly along the same lines you did, and my first guess was correct. Not only it took me three seconds to figure out, and the outlet was nowhere near the front porch. When it walked into the garage, the very first outlet on to the right of the door going into the garage from inside the house, the mm-hmm. vivid door... Um, I, I looked at it and it was tripped. I'm like, yes. And that was the GFI that was yep. protecting the front. Now, uh, to continue this little story of troubleshooting, in case any other homeowners mm-hmm. have this issue, I reset it. Yeah. Went back out, plugged everything back in, or maybe I just plugged the thing without the timer, and uh, uh, everything lit. And then within a minute, less than a minute, maybe 30 seconds, bang, off. Oh. So what do you do then? Well, you start narrowing down which, you know, you plug in one set of lights, turn it back on. Does it stay on? Good. Add another Remember, set. Remember, it's add pouring set, down rain. Add another set. So you're suggesting I should be standing out in the wet One rain, at a time. No, you know what I did? On. I had an easier solution. What was that? I went inside to my wonderful family, said, well, we're just going to wait until everything dries out. <laughs> sure enough, uh, after the next day, it worked, and it's worked ever since. I just figured one of the strings was in a puddle or something. <laughs> right. Because right. it was pouring. I mean, there's a lot of water out there. Yeah. And it, water could have gotten in between one of the connections and just stayed in there. And I figured once it dries out, it may have, it may have required that kind of rain to do it. We'll see. if it. Although uh, it's, I, I haven't checked tonight. Uh, we have a drizzle. Yeah, but it was it, on when I came in here. So. Was it? Oh, there you go. So I had a feeling it had something to do with the just sheer volume of water that got in there. So um, Well, that's a good but, safety tip, too. Make sure you don't have these uh, extension cords and things right. like that lying in water. Make sure they're rated for outdoor use, all that good and stuff. Yeah, you want these things to be rated. You want them to be on a GFI. You want to mm-hmm. make sure. And like you said, in these newer homes, you never know how they're going to string together the GFI. So they'll, right. they'll connect... Uh, like you said, it could have been a bathroom that's then continued on to your front porch or back porch or whatever, and you got to find that out. Unless they put the GFIs in your uh, a breaker panel in your main panel, right? right. Which um, I don't recommend, but um, for they just uh, yeah, I haven't had good success with that situation in the past. Yeah, in but. mine, I have a couple of convenience outlets in the garage. Mm-hmm. And they're protected by GFCI, and the GFCI is in the powder room on the first floor. Okay. Oh, well. Very annoying. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, you have to go back and forth and right. you're tripping them. Well, I haven't, I don't, the interesting thing is I've been in this house for six years, and I've not tripped a GFCI, I don't think, other than maybe one time in a bathroom or something like that. So, 
uh, been fortunate because I know that can be a pain to troubleshoot, trying to figure out where the electricians ran the, you know, the cabling. Like you said, Absolutely. you don't, you don't yeah. know what, which one is tripped. You got to walk around, find it, find it. So Right. And it's n- sometimes not obvious that they're tripped. Yeah, exactly. That's true. You have to hit the reset button and then right. re-arm re, uh, uh, it, I guess you could say. So anyway, that's how I did it. You Watch out out there. Be careful. Right, use right. your GFCIs on your uh, all your cabling, uh, especially if you use the C9s. Right, right. <laughs> oh, and you can buy if uh, extension cords now with yeah. GFCIs built in. That's true. Or you can buy little plug-in GFCIs. And that now, adds safety. It does. Um, but you have to be careful because if you already have GFCI, now you're just multiplying where which one tripped, you know. You're right. Adding, you're multiplying the complexity, yeah, not, not, not the hurting the safety. Right. right. Yeah, I know like uh, modern hair dryers now all have GFCIs built in. Right, them, so right. if you don't have it in your bathroom, you still are protected. All right. You know, just along those notes, my dad used to tell me he used to sit in the bathtub with a big, huge old tube radio right next to it on the side while he's listening to, base, <laughs> listening to baseball Phillies games, games or something. Or whatever. Pirates, I think. And, those, and when he was in Pittsburgh, I'm just, he just, I can't believe it. But anyway, it's just funny. All right. That's all we got this time. Hopefully you have good success with your Christmas lights. If you have stories about LEDs, let us know. We'd love to hear about it. Yeah, and sure. If you got a favorite brand uh, that you've had good luck with, uh, let us know too. And check out your lights at your local True Value hardware store. Yep. They got a great selection. So, All right. See you next time. Thanks. Bye. The Handy Guys will be back next week. Same handy time, same handy website.